everybody. We're going to talk a little bit today um, about extreme ownership. Um, you might wonder what's what, exactly what is extreme ownership and what's it have to do with um, real estate agents or salespersons um, if we're representing buyers or sellers. So you know what? I'm going to tell you the tie-in and the references to what all this means. I'm going to talk mostly today about a guy named Jocko Willink. Um, this guy has gained um, a huge amount of traction in various industries, corporate world. Um, he is a leadership consultant. He's a retired United States Navy SEAL. Um, he's known for his disciplined approach to leadership and emphasis on personal responsibility and accountability. So goes on to say that his principles resonate with those seeking personal development, leadership improvement, and a mindset geared towards overcoming obstacles. So um, I think I'm going to be able to do a really great tie in here on why you need to be looking for these attributes um, in your real estate salesperson when it comes to either representing you as a buyer or representing you as a seller's agent. Um, also, as a point of reference, book right here, um, Extreme Ownership. This is his book. It, um, wow, it's disappearing on me. Let me see. Hold it in front of me. There you go. Boom. Look at that. All right. Extreme ownership. This is so important to real estate agents that when I attended leadership training um, in Chicago for the National Association of Realtors for Incoming Presidents, his wife spoke about um, the needs for leadership, not only in uh, being a president elect or president for board of realtors, but also, um, in my opinion, um, a good agent, salesperson needs to have these leadership skills or they're not really doing um, their clients, you know, much good. So also, I don't know, maybe some of you know my background, maybe some of you don't. Um, I retired just a few years ago as a operations police captain. So um, a lot of this military mindset is embedded in my mind. Um, you know, I had to have um, extreme ownership for my decisions. I had to pony it up whenever I did something wrong. Um, leading from the front doesn't mean you're blaming somebody else. Um, you know, it's sort of a trickle down theory in my mind. Uh, you know, I'm the, I'm the top. And if I give good uh, guidance or direction, the next level below me and they're confident, then those people will give the, the exact same guidance and, um, leading from the front to the, to the people below them. Um, unless there's like some kind of negligent failure somewhere, leadership starts at the top. All right. First of all, we're going to talk about extreme ownership. So Jocko's concept of extreme ownership emphasizes taking full responsibility for one's actions and decisions. Leaders, according to Jocko, should own both the successes and failures of their teams. So in this case, yeah, I work with Kinder Green, but, you know, we're really not like it's not a boss type thing. It's a true team. It's a cohesive unit, two people working together to obtain one goal, which is representing our clients well. But also let's look at it in real estate terms, right? Um, if I'm selling your home, the appraiser could very well be part of the team. The lender is 100% part of my team, um, as well as a title company is 100% of the team or any attorneys that the seller's client might be working with. So quite possibly, if I do not um, effectively communicate uh, down that chain to a lender or to a title company, things that are relevant 
there could be possibly a failure on my end. If there is a failure, what am I going to do? What's my options? Well, there's two options. I can blame somebody else or I can take responsibility for it. In this case, I will take the responsibility for it. Um, it's a carryover from my prior life in law enforcement. Um, it's amazing how many tie-ins there are from my prior life as far as the ethics, the work ethic, the responsibility. It all ties in perfectly with what I'm doing um, right now. And um, I'll tell you what, I'm fortunate to have that 29 years worth of experience. And it truly, I feel like, gives me an edge whenever I am handling your specific needs. So let's talk about number two, discipline equals freedom. So he often promotes the idea that discipline is a pathway to freedom. It's by cultivating discipline in various aspects of life, individuals can achieve greater freedom and success. What's good discipline? How about, let's talk about work ethic. I work from home. Be very easy for me not to start my day till 10, 11, 12 o'clock, and maybe only work a couple hours. Is that true discipline though? Am I really representing your needs? If I do not have some type of system in place, I start maybe about 6.30 or seven o'clock in the morning most times. I work for a couple hours and then I maybe will go do a workout or whatever um, and then I'm right back to work. So work ethic to me is a very important discipline. Uh, and don't be afraid to ask these questions when you're interviewing, um, you know, um, an agent that you're looking at representing your needs. Let's talk about leadership principles. So he shares valuable leadership principles derived from his military experience. Well, I'm not quite ever, ever, ever being close to a SEAL, nor am I ever going to be close to his combat capabilities. Um, so, but I mean, I'm going to go back to the tie-in though. Law enforcement is a paramilitary organization and we do use a lot of the same leadership uh, slash management slash operational types of, uh, you know, theories that are out there. So, you know, leading by example, prioritizing and executing and decisiveness in leadership. So leading by example in real estate to me, is you guys are following my lead per se. I work for you, uh, but you have hired us to be your experts at selling your home. So I do all of the fact finding and due diligence that I can. And I, I advise you of all of the different options that you have, okay? Uh, prioritizing and executing. Again, it's gonna go back to um, you know, the extreme ownership side of things where I need to properly network with um, lenders, with, with home inspectors. I mean, there's like a very precise process whenever you're either selling your home or buying a home. Let's, for instance, use the example of buying a home. So if you have an offer to purchase that's been accepted, then we come into some contingency timelines I need to be aware of what those are. You need to be aware of what those are. What, what, what were the terms that we agreed with or agreed to? And how do we go about managing to get these contingencies done within the timeline that we have without us um, breaching our own contract? Okay. Here's another one. Embracing challenges. So he encourages individuals to face challenges head on, viewing them as opportunity for growth and improvement rather than obstacles. 
I was on a f on the phone with a client earlier today about a closing we're having later this week. Um, in their eyes, their mindset is we're having a pretty rough road. When in, in reality, this this these are like low hurdles. Like if I could go out right now and and run an event in track and field, and it was the hurdles, and if they were like you know six or seven inch hurdles tall, I could easily jump those. Right, a number one because of just um, some health problems I have that I can't really jump very high anymore. Plus I'm 53 years old. Um, but you know, analogy being easy, low hurdles, right? Um, I had a closing uh, going on two weeks at the end of this week. Uh, that one was tough and difficult. Um, so you know what though? I learned a bunch. So I had two options. I could embrace the challenge and work with my peer buyer agent. Um, and we, we, you know, have some resilience and we we get to the end which is exactly what we did with that or i could just start blaming people or saying it's impossible and quit the game it's not going to happen with me um positive mindset in adversity so he encourages maintaining a positive mindset even in the face of adversity um, he believes that challenges can be opportunities for growth and that a positive approach can lead to better outcomes. Absolutely, 100%. You know, uh, another tie-in for the mindset with in adversity. The, the last closing I was talking about was uh, we had a really bad problem with septic. And um, I, I jumped into it with uh, the Athens County Health Department and literally got down into the rabbit hole um, with a couple of their folks there that were um, superb in answering my questions because I had a ton of them. I had not faced this challenge yet. Um, and again, working with a great buyer's agent, we were able to come to um, a good solution for my clients on the seller side. Uh, Jocko encourages a mindset of continuous improvement. So by consistently seeking ways to grow and develop, individuals and teams can achieve sustained success. So what's that mean? It means I it's on me to constantly be looking at different data sets. What's the housing market look like? What's the market data showing in Athens County? Okay, that's the 30,000. Let's go down to the 20,000 view. What's it showing in Athens City? Um, let's go in a little bit tighter. What's it showing in Albany, Ohio? I am expected to know that information. If, if somebody sees me in public and, and recognizes me and, and they say, what's the market like? They're going to expect a detailed answer, not that ah, it sort of sucks right now. Interest rates are killing us um, when it, actually it's not, um, you know, but we're supposed to know a lot of information and just a um, people are going to see to a smoke screen. Uh, I'm sorry, a smoke screen subpar answer. At least that's my thought process. Right. Um, you know, we're just supposed to know we are required to have 30 hours of CE for Ohio every three years and seven hours of CE every year for West Virginia. Well, what good does it do me and also my clients if I'm just meeting those those minimum expectations and not doing more? Uh, you know, Kendra and I both take quite a few CEs. Um, as a matter of fact, for Ohio, uh, we've probably got close to enough CEs to actually last for six years, just not three. Um, you know, your agent, your salesperson needs to be on top of it. So work ethic. He advocates for a strong work ethic and the importance of consistent effort and hard work in achieving long-term goals. Um, again, my work ethic coming from law enforcement, my, my, my work ethic there was I never wanted just to meet those minimum expectations, right? Anybody could do that. That's easy to do. 
Um, my goal is to exceed the minimum expectations um, by a lot. Um, I do that now in real estate. Um, I want to impress on my clients. If I go to a presentation for um, a possible listing client, um, my goal is to blow your socks off and exceed any expectations that you had, you know, before I walked into your home or before you met me in our office or maybe in a coffee shop. I want to exceed those expectations a thousand percent, right? Um, mindset. So a mindset being a good mindset involves embracing adverse, uh, adversity, maintaining a positive attitude, and finding solutions in challenging situations. So mindset, 100% of my job when I represent you as your seller or buyer's agent is to have a positive mindset. If my mindset sucks, if it's below par, guess what's going to happen? Yours is going to fall. You're gonna lose faith in me. And then it's gonna be like, oh great, Capital is calling me again, or great, we have another text message from Brian. Oh, bear, let's see what he's got to say now. I do not want to do that. Everybody, at times, loses a little bit and gets a little bit discouraged. Um, for my clients, I always tell them, look, no news for me is good news, right? I want to fly code green flag all the time. But I'm also very transparent. So if something comes up that comes up to a code yellow, which is just a little bit of awareness, I'm going to tell you, um, definitely, if we get a code red, that that's something that you're going to get information on very quickly. Um, why? Because uh, it, it's going to be something that we need to navigate to get, you know, to the to the goal, right, to meet whatever needs that you put out uh, for me, right, to get you to. So uh, transparency is the rule of the day for me. Let's talk about team collaboration, right? Um, he stresses the importance of effective teamwork, communication, and collaboration for achieving success in any endeavor. So that means that you have to trust me and I have to trust you. Um, I truly believe, now this, this is coming back from my, my prior life when I was in law enforcement. Um, I feel that I had a good, a good gut instinct and was able to tell maybe within, you know, five, 10, maybe 15 minutes, um, if you're, if you or they were a trustworthy person. Um, it's just, I think that's human nature, right? Uh, people want to feel like that they can trust whomever they're talking to. Quite honestly, if I come into your home and I'm doing a listing presentation for you, or if you're meeting me in one of our brokerages um, and you want some information and you are giving me um, a job interview, maybe to represent you as a buyer's agent, um, I really feel like in the first 10, 15 minutes, you are going to know if you can trust me or not. Um, and, and trust me, I'll work my hind end off to make sure that I can get as much to you. I can be as open, honest, and transparent to you because I want that trust feeling. Let's talk about resilience and mental toughness. So he teaches, underscore, the importance, I'm sorry, his teaching underscores the importance of building mental toughness and resilience. This mental fortitude enables individuals to persevere through challenges and maintain focus on their goals. 
that means that I am not going to be distracted by shiny things. Um, I have yet again another analogy between my prior life and current life. Uh, prior life, I might, um, I, I was in charge of scheduling for special events um, and doing the planning for those. So um, if, if there were if there was some activism that was going to be happening, um, I had to go up and do a lot of fact finding, do a lot of due diligence and come up with a higher level plan. Let's call plan A. Um, and then um, I always had a plan B and sometimes a plan C that I made sure was going to cover everything that came up. Let's face it, plan A never works. If, if we're, we have your house listed and we go under contract, our plan A is a seamless closing. Um, happens sometimes, but most of the time, no. There is usually something that pops up. Maybe it's a mechanics lien that was not discovered when you bought your home through that title process. Um, or maybe it comes down to a financial issue or, you know, like the one I just talked about that recently closed where we had um, a pretty bad septic tank issue, right? So plan A is always there um and we're optimistic it's going to work but then we have to have a plan b and a plan c that's on me to have that and that's on me to tell you when we need to jump to that and do it in a way that um, emits confidence to you um so that way you're not concerned and having problems going to sleep at night because you're not sure what's going on right so in Jocko's videos, he's got quite a few that he's done on his podcasts and stuff like that. He talks about, you know, when he was a SEAL and um, one of his um, troops would come to him and say that, you know, hey, boss, we didn't get uh, this job coming up. And Jocko's reply was good. So I guess finally it got to the point where, you know, um, his troops would say, look, I'm going to tell you this. I know what your answer is going to be. Um, but why do you always say good? So there were some analogies that he gave, like you didn't get that promotion, good, gives you time to learn, um, or it gives you time to develop. So, you know, sort of picking that up a little bit, um, you're not going to hear me say good when um, we get a, a problem uh, going through maybe um, an inspection process. But more than likely, the answer you're going to get from me is, yeah, it's not going to be, hey, great, that's good that we had a failure. It's going to be, ah, okay, um, I've dealt with this before, and this is what we need to do to handle it. Um, if I get a call from the title company and says, hey, this property's in a trust, and um, we need a signature from somebody that's not directly looped in, you know, I'm not going to call the client and say, hey, that's great or good that um, we have a, a, a title or deed issue at closing. You know what I'm going to say? Hey, I'm on it. Um, I've, I've had something like this or something similar to this in the past. So, you know, give me a little bit of time. I'm still code green. I'm not yellow or anything like that. And let me let me do some fact finding and I'll get back to you and I'll have an answer on how we fix this. Um, that's my work ethic. That's Kendra Green's work ethic. Um, we want to work our hind ends off for you the best that we can. Hey, I do appreciate you listening. This was a little bit of a longer one. Um, to be honest, uh, with the holidays, I sort of fell off a little bit and did not get, um, you know, the, the videos done or the audio podcast done that I wanted to. So anyway, hey, this is Brian Kappel um, with 
Green and, and Capital Sales Team. I almost forgot for some reason. Green and Capital Sales Team, Coldwell Banker Select Properties. Um, if you have any questions about anything I said in this video, let me know. Um, and if you have any questions on real estate related things, if you're thinking about selling your home and you have some questions on value or whatever, I have answers for that. If you're wanting to buy and you have questions on, um, you know, how much percentage points are right now um, or different kind of loan options pertaining to the style of home you're looking for, give me a call. I can give you the question or sorry, the answers I have for that. And um, I can also get you to some lenders that Kendra and I have used numerous times in the past and we have had nothing but five-star reviews from them. Um, and I also, again, just want to, you know, Jocko Willink, uh, his information is out there, Google him um the man's a success story and from reading his book and then from doing the research i have for this work that he's put out there um and more than anything the fact that the national association of realtors at our leadership uh, training in august thought that it was important enough to give everybody that attended there a book and i'm talking a few thousand people um and also bring his wife in to talk about how to tie this stuff into real estate and make ourselves successful and make it a, a success for our clients. Uh, man, it's a great thing. So anyway, listen, thanks for listening. Um, constructive criticism. I love it. Give me comments, send me a message. Um, and you know, if you have any questions again, just give us a call. Thanks so much.